Welcome, gentlemen, 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 and statistically, ladies, to the tech news. I think the ratio is even worse. <laughs> Jessica wrote that, so it's okay. <laughs> this morning's Made by Google event marked the official launch of the Pixel 8, Pixel 8 Pro, and Pixel Watch 2. The sequel to the Pixel Watch has a more efficient Qualcomm Snapdragon W5 processor and up to 24 hours of battery life, even with always-on display active, almost matching the features of the $15 dumb watch you bought off a homeless person. <laughs> Sure, that one doesn't have a new skin temperature and electrodermal sensor, but Georgie assures me that's coming next year. He never lies. As for the phones, defying the long-term bigger is better trend, the Pixel 8 will be slightly smaller than its predecessor with a 6.2 inch, 120 hertz version of what Google is calling the Actua display because it displays what the world actually looks like. It's actually pretty great. <laughs> The 8 Pro, on the other hand, will have a super actua display. <laughs> now it's Italian. With a peak brightness of 2400 nits to the 8 non-Pro's 2000 nits. Both phones come with a new Tensor G3 chip with extra AI horsepower, and both will see overall improvements to their cameras. Of course, another thing both phones have in common is a significant price bump of $100 over the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro, shifting them to a starting price of $700 and $1,000 respectively. But that's fine because you'll now have seven years of software updates to stave off forced obsolescence. And there's the new temperature sensor on the 8 Pro. So you can save 30 bucks on a meat thermometer and shove your $1,000 phone two inches deep in a pot roast instead. Worth it. Take that, food poisoning. <laughs> Honestly, changed my life. Of course, it's still the year of our soon-to-be AI overlord 2023, so Google announced a slew of generative AI-powered features in Android 14, as well as boring non-AI features that won't hallucinate insane nonsense. Like lock screen customization, expanded passkey support, and the Health Connect app. Those are available right now for Pixel owners starting from the 4A and onwards, but Pixel 8 owners will get some extra AI goodies. Best Take lets you pick the best faces in a photo for each person, immediately making this the phone you need to get for your mom ASAP. And Audio Magic Eraser removes annoying background noise after it's already annoyed you while you were recording it. And Zoom Enhance is a Pixel 8 Pro exclusive feature that will sharpen photos as you pinch to zoom using generative AI, thanks to Google's foundation models running locally on the phone. But the big news is Google's announcement of Google Assistant with Bard, a multimodal generative AI that Pixel users will be able to invoke over any app to do stuff like, say, come up with a better name than Google Assistant with Bard. Call it Stacy or something. like. <laughs> Google's still got some time for that. It's rolling out to early testers soon to do battle with the Meta AI Assistant. Frankly, I'm putting my money on Meta's team of celebrity all-stars. It's just like Space Jam. That's why they call him Mr. Beast. He's the captain of the Monstars. Speaking of Meta, according to the Wall Street Journal, Meta is considering charging European users for ad-free versions of Facebook and Instagram. 
$10.50 a month for Facebook or Instagram or around $17 for both, what a deal. So price sensitive users might have to decide between all those cool Insta filters and responding to all those requests from high school classmates who are now deep into MLMs. I don't need any Tupperware. <laughs> now to be clear, a fully ad riddled free version of each meta brand hellhole would still be available to users who agree to targeted ads. But this is just Meta's proposed workaround to the strict privacy rules recently instituted by the EU. Meta has apparently approached regulators with the plan, which it calls subscription no ads, or SNA. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a rap album. And Meta hopes to begin the rollout within the next few months. It's not clear yet whether the EU will accept the proposal, they may ask for a cheaper alternative, but regardless, it might be time for privacy conscious European users to consider whether they're okay with paying $200 a year for the hyper addictive misery generators they currently get for free. But I like the little animation when I heart something. Now it's time for Quick Bits brought to you by Seasonic, maker of offensively good power supplies like the Focus GX 750 watt gold with a fully modular interface, hybrid fan control to limit fan noise, and an 80 plus gold rating, this baby is as reliable as it is energy efficient. Plus, it's backed by a 10 year warranty. It's a great choice for mid-range systems at a great price, and with some imagination, it could even make a great friend. <laughs> Learn more about them at seasonic.com or through the links below. Quick bits are like a high five, except that I give you five, and you give us views, so we don't have to put one of our writers to sleep. Sending Jacob to a farm upstate. <laughs> He'll have so much room to roam. According to an internal memo obtained by Mac Rumors, all first gen Apple Watch models released in 2015 have been added to Apple's obsolete products list, meaning they will no longer be eligible for service or repairs from Apple's stores or its authorized service providers. Those obsolete Series Zero devices include solid gold Apple watches with 18 karat cases that Apple sold for $10,000 to $17,000 and discontinued in 2016. On the software side, watchOS 5 already dropped these watches back in 2018. I guess early adopter of this watch, Beyonce, is gonna have to get her watch fixed at a tiny bodega behind a laundromat, just like the rest of us. She probably does that already. She's very down to earth. It's her mood forever. That's a reference to one of her songs. Bing Chat has been reportedly serving users with malvertising, ads that redirect users to phishing sites that attempt to trick them into installing malware. Microsoft introduced ads into Bing Chat back in March and online criminals quickly followed. This particular malvertising campaign, uncovered by Malwarebytes, appears to have originated with the hacking of an ad account belonging to a legitimate business, which was then used to launch malicious ads targeting system admins and lawyers. Remember, no matter where digital technology goes, malware follows, just like caterpillars and parasitic wasps. I'm, I'm missing the metaphor. The, the wasps follow the caterpillars. Oh, okay. And then they kill them and lay their eggs in them. Well, they don't kill them, they paralyze them and lay their eggs in them. Oh. Future Motion has announced a recall of all original one wheel and one wheel plus electric skateboards in response to serious injuries and four deaths that occurred between 2019 and 2021. And I think I speak for everyone when I say, wow, those things are way safer than I thought they'd be. Regulators first made calls for a recall nearly a year ago, which Future Motion described as unjustified and alarmist. 
The company didn't explain what changed their minds, but they will be pushing firmware to later one-wheel models that adds a haptic buzz that alerts the rider that the vehicle is in an error state on low battery or needs to slow down. So now users will be aware there is some kind of problem well before they are flung face first into a public fountain. The FCC has fined Dish Network for violating its anti-space debris policy in the first enforcement of this particular space crime. I believe the Martians once cited Neil Armstrong for speeding. While Dish needs to pay $150,000 and implement preventative measures, the offending junk satellite is still at risk of colliding with other spacecraft. That's like scolding a parent for letting their child play on the highway, but not removing the child. I mean, you can ensure their siblings won't become intimately familiar with the underside of a Chevy Tahoe, but they're already out there. That's where he's happiest. And researchers at the University of Maryland claim that there is currently no reliable watermarking for AI images, following a study where they broke through watermarking system after watermarking system, like the lockpicking lawyer going through a rough divorce. <laughs> There's layers to that metaphor. In many cases, removing a watermark from an image was as easy as adjusting the brightness or adding a little Gaussian blur. That's how you say it, right? Gaussian? Gaussian? Adding AI watermarks to human-created images and creating false positives was equally trivial. So, pff, really, it's only a matter of time before someone tries to use all this stuff to reinvent NFTs, and I am begging you, do not give them your money. Go away, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Can you believe a robot made this? <laughs> and I'm begging you to come back on Friday for another episode of TechLinked. You'll be able to make your own NFT by playing the video and hitting print screen.